Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Welcome back. Top of the hour, 1 o'clock. This is Central here on Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. We're going to run through the late afternoon games in the NFL from a fantasy perspective. That's coming up in less than 10 minutes from now. We'll also hear from Cam Newton after... His return to the Panthers results in a win. Here are our headlines here as we begin this hour of the show. Of course, A.J. Dillon, the big story, looks like he's going to be starting for the Packers moving forward at running back until Aaron Jones is healthy. Monday Night Football tonight, we've got the Rams minus 3.5 at San Francisco on Monday Night Football. Usually these two teams play very close and good games. We'll hopefully hope for that tonight. Bulls-Lakers headline tonight's 11-game NBA slate. Uh, Brewers end up trading for last year, meaning 2020's postseason hero, Mike Brasso from the Tampa Bay Rays. So a small baseball trade. Marlins also added a, a, a small trade, too, in terms of reliever. Washington Huskies, they fire their head coach, Jimmy Lake. So, Davis, you know what to do. Log on to your sports book and bet on Washington this coming week. It is the bet that just keeps on giving. Teams fire their coach. That team wins the next week. Uh, Tigers signed Eduardo Rodriguez to a five-year deal. Davis, this is interesting from a fantasy perspective because the Tigers appear to be, at least on the outset, of out of their rebuild and into winning. And, and honestly, when you look at the division, I mean, Cleveland's not any anything fantastic. Minnesota took a huge step back. There's some people who feel like Minnesota's going the other way. And obviously the White Sox are the cream of the division. But the Tigers just really haven't made any kind of financial, big financial commitment to anybody in years so hopefully this signifies the beginning of their return, but uh, some nice pitching that adding Eduardo Rodriguez to go along with uh, Casey Mize and Tariq Skubal and maybe Matt Manning. He's a young player. Boyd, we don't know if they'll keep, but uh, I, I think the Tigers may not be done. Maybe they end up with a story or Correa or someone else, which would make things interesting for them this year. Well, and they were a little bit better than expected hitting wise last year. And they have all these young pitchers, uh, they have three guys who were all Baseball America top 100 pitchers, and, and the best of them, uh, Matt, Matt Manning, was the worst last year. So I think they can probably reasonably hope that the, that all those guys, right, that all Tark Scoobal, Matt Manning, and there's a, a Casey Mize, they can reasonably hope that, you know, all of them get a little bit better and maybe two of the three of them become league average and one of the three become slightly better than league average. So that would, you know, go along. And they add Eddie Rodriguez, who is, you know, a fine league average starting pitcher. And they just have loads of guys. Uh, they, you know, they have loads of guys in the prospect system who can come up. You know, they got guys like Jonathan Scope, who are reasonable everyday players. Um, not sure what the status is on Miguel Cabrera's contract, but would be nice to not have to play him anymore. Maybe, you know, maybe, uh, maybe he goes and, and takes up Albert Pujols' role on the, on the Los Angeles Dodgers or something. But th this is one of the interesting things we see in baseball is it is very easy to restructure the, your entire team over the course of an offseason because it's a total uh, team's market in free agency. There's always going to be more league average players in free agency than spots to sign them because not every team wants to be competitive. Not every team wants to spend the money. So if a team like the Tigers, uh, you know, if a team like the, uh, you know, the, the Cleveland Guardians this next season or whoever, if, if any of those teams decide we want to try and win 85 games this year, generally there will be enough talent in free agency to try and do that if you have, you know, 15 of 25 roster spots already spoken for. And they also have Spencer Torkelson, who is projected to join the team at some point this year. Riley Green, same thing. I mean, these are two of the top five hitting prospects in all of baseball, too. So Detroit could be coming back pretty quickly. Um, and then, yeah, what I was mentioning before, uh, this year in college football, Davis, I don't know, Brett, is, is the record 4-1 and one or 5-1? and one? I think with Gruden in the NFL, it's 5-1. and one. But teams that fire their coaches or coaches that leave are covering uh, – I mean, it's close to 90%, I guess, of the games this season. The only the only time it's happened where the team didn't cover 
was Texas Tech against – oh, that's right. We can't bring up are – are we allowed to talk about Oklahoma here on the show anymore or we're not doing that anymore? No, I'm done. I told I said I said on uh, I said on Twitter on Saturday if anyone sees me tweeting about Oklahoma, talking about Oklahoma to report me to Twitter um because for for self abuse because it just Craig, I I'll be honest, Spencer Rattler subbed in that game. Week. You were you were right. You were right. Spencer Rattler came in that game. I turned the TV off and I took a nap. I was like that's it. I don't need to watch any more football today. No more sports, no more gambling. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm done with college football for the season. We will we will wow. tune back in next year. There's just no point, right? When you're when your favorite team loses their first game, that's it, right? You know, if the if the Cincinnati loses a game, I don't even know who they could possibly play where they would end up losing a game. Um, but if they lose a game, I mean, what's the point of watching? Because it, the the whole season has been rendered useless. Yeah, I mean, listen, my Gators barely beat uh, Samford this past week. Like the most embarrassing performance you could possibly have. But uh, yeah, I mean, Oklahoma, I, I don't know. I just was not feeling it all all season long, honestly. I just watching enough of it. And again, the young kid that they have at quarterback, he's going to be very good. But I mean, it's bound to happen, man. Freshman quarterback in, in, uh, in college football playing in a big game. So uh, look, New Year's Day will be here, Davis. You guys will be in some uh, some irrelevant bowl game. You'll get to watch some that. some game. Uh, I will not be watching some game. I will not be tuned in for. I, I mean, I think we usually do some bowl stuff here on the show, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe we will do that. Notre Dame, by the way, I hate to say it, and I and it's driving me crazy. Moving up in the polls, they're only a couple of losses away from destroying our New Year's Eve and playing against Georgia and getting destroyed by Georgia on New Year's Eve. All right, back to the NFL we go. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to talk Carolina Panthers and the return of Cam Newton, what that means for their offense. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. I suppose the Arizona Cardinals thought they were playing with a little house money after they really just throttled the San Francisco 49ers the week before. They thought, all right, we're playing against Carolina. We probably could do the same thing two weeks in a row, and then Kyler Murray would come back. Uh, No, not the case. Yesterday, Cam Newton returned to the Carolina Panthers, and they go into Phoenix and come out with a very decisive win. P.J. Walker did get the start. He threw 29 passes. He completed 22, 167 passing yards, and one interception. Clearly, the story was Cam Newton. They had mentioned maybe some special packages for him. The Panthers tend to tell the truth, ironically. He did come in and played in some special packages. Three for four, eight passing yards, 14 rushing yards, two touchdowns, one was rushing. Christian McCaffrey is clearly the big story here. McCaffrey looks almost, if he's not all the way back, he looks very close. And and if, if you can hang on to McCaffrey, 
Uh, maybe, maybe he ends up winning a championship this season. 95 rushing yards, 10 receptions, 66 yards. Robbie Anderson also uh, gets in the end zone. Had a hard time with Sam Darnold, much better yesterday. Four receptions and 37 yards and a score. Cam Newton uh, did his press conference yesterday with Robbie Anderson. Uh, yeah, there is some religious stuff and religion involved in all of it, but it was just too good to not play it here on the show. In this morning's devotion, I was reading about Moses, and God spoke to Moses in the desert. Where were you at? You know what I'm saying? Come on. It's so impactful, right? You know, it's trippy. You got the desert. You got, you know, obviously the Cardinals, you know, speak on the Red Sea. No disrespect to, you know, them, but I'm, I'm just floating at an all-time high frequency. It's almost scary. The conversations that I'm having, the people that I'm meeting, the things that I'm able to do, and I can't even take the credit. You know, I don't want to take the credit. I refuse to take the credit. This is all God's work. And, you know, to be able to, you know, come into a situation, and I told Robbie, I was like, Robbie, bro, your energy off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for him to come in today and have the type of game where we just scratching the surface, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, it's so many emotions that's going on in my head right now. And um, I just want to be obedient to Coach Rule. I ain't trying. I'm doing this with Robbie because I don't want to be the last one on the on the on the plane. <laughs> when, when Seems like Cam Newton uh, is making friends again there in Carolina for sure. Now on the side of Arizona, just throw this game away. I mean, honestly, uh, Colt McCoy hurt. You know, back to who Colt McCoy was. Eleven for twenty, 107 passing yards, interception. They brought in their backup quarterback Streveler. He threw for 36 passing yards. Wouldn't you know, James Conner, late in the game, scored another touchdown. How many weeks in a row is this? Ten? Christian Kirk, seven receptions, 58 yards. Davis, I'm just going to throw everything away from Arizona and just expect a lot better next week when Kyler Murray comes back and DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Uh, again, playing with house money, you go one and one without Murray. you got to feel pretty good about that, and I think that's where Arizona is. Now, on the side of Carolina, uh, look, this is really interesting because – it sort of reminds you of what Carolina was a couple of years ago with Cam Newton. And that meant a lot of volume for Christian McCaffrey, which makes you feel good about that. Maybe Robbie Anderson is back to being what he was with the Jets. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think we'll hear this, the name Sam Darnold again. And, you know, I certainly don't think that Carolina is a bona fide playoff team by any stretch. But, uh, you know, it, it's just at least an interesting story to have who I think is probably a future Hall of Famer just come back to try and at least save the rest of the season. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it, but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it, uh, it will be pretty interesting to see. So I, I guess uh, just a note on McCaffrey, and this stuff matters more for DFS than it does for season long because, you know, obviously you're, you're starting McCaffrey. But Chuba Hubbard and Amir Abdullah are, are not going away per se. Um, you know, both of them still got nine carries in this game. Uh, both of them also earned some targets in that game yesterday. And, and not not all of it was in garbage time either. McCaffrey did have to leave for, I think, one drive to go back to the medical tent to get checked out again and then came back in the game. But it is, I, I do think the Panthers are, are not going to be playing McCaffrey, you know, 90% snap shares anymore. I still think he's going to be targeted a ton, which is what a huge chunk of Christian McCaffrey's, you know, workload and value came from. And they do get some very nice matchups the next three weeks. They have the Washington football team at home. Then they play the Dolphins. Then they go on by. Then they play home to the Falcons. And then the Murderers Row to end the year, Bills, Bucks, Saints, Bucks. So that that is – um. That, that's not great, right? Then, then their schedule gets really hard in the fantasy football playoffs. And then I guess the other note is just to see uh, James Conner's usage and what they did. You know, uh, basically, you know, we weren't really certain. Is Conner going to play third downs? You know, what are they going to do with, you know, Benjamin? What are they going to do with Rondell Moore? There was maybe a thought that Rondell Moore would kind of be like the, the third down back, you know, kind of take some of those Edmonds receptions. That didn't happen at all. 82% snap share for Connor, 27% snap share for Eno Benjamin, uh, Rondell Moore with uh, AJ Green and uh, with AJ Green back. Uh, he only played 33% of the snaps. And in fact, Antoine Wesley, this is this is what the Arizona Cardinals do. Every wide receiver has their position. They only play their position. They don't sub out or rotate at all. So when DeAndre Hopkins is out, Antoine Wesley. 76% uh, snap share of the second most snaps amongst Arizona wide receivers. It's a very frustrating thing that Cliff Kingsbury does, but, you know, there you have it. R Rondell Moore is not playing outside, so he he 
DeAndre Hopkins basically does not matter for Rondell Moore. But Moore didn't play either, right, in the game? Or did he play? Rond- Rondell played. He played uh, 33% oh, he of the of the snaps. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought he was out. Yesterday. Okay. All right. Uh, this was a, a, free, a free pick yesterday for everybody, betting against uh, Denver, that's for sure. Philadelphia Eagles go to Denver and just basically smash them, which they should do because Denver's not good. Jalen Hurts, 16 of 23, uh, 178 passing yards, 53 rushing yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Jordan Howard, a ton of carries in this one for 83 yards. Boston Scott was more heavily involved than he was last week. He had 81 rushing yards, two receptions, 24 yards. Howard, by the way, came out with an injury and then came back in for the end of the game. Hey, Devontae Smith is starting to really pick it up. Four receptions, 66 yards, and two touchdowns is a big development for Hertz and a big development for Philly after they took him in the first round for sure. On the side of Denver, not much really happening in this one. They, they, were, they kept it close for a bit. Teddy Bridgewater threw 36 passes, 226 yards. Javante Williams looked good, but only got 48 rushing yards. Why? Uh, because Melvin Gordon is still there. And Melvin Gordon scored another touchdown for me yesterday. 45 rushing yards and a touchdown. My be- Probably my best pick in fantasy that I hated, but it, it just keeps on working. Noah Fant, uh, five receptions, 59 yards. Alberto, I saw Alberto running down the sidelines. He had a nice catch as well. Uh, you know, Davis, Philadelphia is certainly playing a lot better. They're going to have, they have a lot of work cut out for them. I don't think they're catching Dallas or beating Dallas, but they're, they're in the mix, at least in the discussion. Devonta Smith is really good. And then the Denver fans today, they're all crying. They're saying that Drew Locke needs to start. I, I just don't think there's an answer at all for, for the Broncos until they just wipe out the coaching. No, I mean, they, well, the, the, the I mean, they could be winning the division right now if they would have taken Mac Jones, right? Or 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 Justin Fields. I, I know I know that's an unpopular opinion uh, with regard to Fields right now, but I I I still am very much a, a believer in in Justin Fields. But clearly, the answer going into the season was not uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. I mean, no no rational person could have assumed a winning season with those guys at quarterback. And you are right about the Eagles, by the way. They're not going to catch the Dallas Cowboys, but. Right now, sec- the, the second wild card in the NFC, uh, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, the Panthers, and I guess if you were wanting to be kind, you could say the 49ers, but they're going to get boat race tonight against the Los Angeles Rams, so uh, not not feeling great about that. I mean, that, look, they go on a three-game win streak here. They are they are right in it, no, no doubt about it. And running the ball more in the last three weeks than they did the entire first two months of the season. We'll see with Miles Sanders coming back what they decide to do, but that's definitely been their recipe. Also, video yesterday service from Davis. I'm sure you saw it of of uh, the interception. I believe it was Slay that intercepted it, and Teddy Bridgewater not uh, trying to tackle him, which I sort of understand. Like I don't, I don't think that he was going to, but that that has like the Broncos fans irate and wanting uh, Drew Locke to play this week. All right, coming up next, Green Bay and Seattle. We got Aaron Rodgers returning to quarterback the Packers, and we'll talk about what A.J. Dillon brings to the table moving forward after his big game yesterday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Make sure you're following us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV for the latest news, notes, and information of all of our shows. We're playing sports clips back from you here on SportsGrid at SportsGridTV. The early line, the morning after, fantasy sports today. Scott Farrell, Coast to Coast, Gabe Morrency, Cam Stewart, all of our hosts in-game live. Check us out there if you miss any part of our live programming. We're posting that for you on social media on Twitter. All right, Packers and Seahawks yesterday did not exactly live up to the the hype that had this game basically with Rodgers essentially returning. And uh, and look, it was a really, really important game as well for the Seattle Seahawks, and they just completely fell flat. Let's get to the fantasy standouts. We've got Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers in his first game back. He did not throw a touchdown. 23 of 37, 292 passing yards, eight rushing yards, and one interception. A.J. Dillon is the story and probably the story moving forward. He rushed for 66 yards. Two receptions, 62 yards, and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 25 rushing yards, four receptions, 61 yards. And Devontae Adams had seven receptions for 78 yards in this game. And, of course, Aaron Jones was injured. And A.J. Dillon ended up taking the lead role and probably will have the lead role at least for the next couple of weeks. As an MRI showed earlier today that he has a sprained MCL. Rogers talked specifically about the role that A.J. Dillon has moving forward. Very proud of him. He's he's a great kid. Uh, he works really hard. He's improved in all the areas that he needed to to become a more complete back. And smart kid, tough. I mean, he ran through unblocked guys on both of his touchdown runs. So not much more you can say than that. He's just a, he's a guy who's become very, very reliable. And... You know, his catch and broken tackles and run down the sidelines to uh, to get us out of a backed-up situation, into their side of the field, to put the game away and go up three scores. I mean, that was the play of the game for sure among – I mean, he probably had the three plays of the games with the touchdown runs and, and that catch and run. Yeah, big game for uh, A.J. Dillon, and we'll see what he – probably at RB1, I would guess, moving forward. Uh, for Seattle, what a dud, unfortunately, for them yesterday. Russell Wilson, 20 of 40, 161 passing yards, 32 rushing yards, and two interceptions. Didn't look right. Alex Collins, 41 rushing yards. Uh, it looks like Carson's going to be back next week, but he did not play yesterday. One reception, eight yards. D.K. Metcalf was ejected from this game. Tried to actually come back in the game. That did not work out. Three for 23. And Gerald Everett, Davis talked about earlier in the show, he was the leading receiver for Seattle. So you know that the game plan did not go well. Eight receptions, 63 yards. So, I, look, I, I'm guessing Davis again, another one of those throwaway-type games. But let's be honest, Seattle just has not looked good all season long. So maybe this shouldn't have come as a huge surprise. But for them to get shut out, I think, was really the stunner here yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that this is the same as, like, you know, that Cowboys loss to the Broncos where, like, you literally can just not take anything away from it. I mean, I think that a couple of things here, the the first being A.J. Dillon is, is probably, like, a top five running back uh, until Aaron Jones is back. He, he just looks phenomenal on the ground. They're using him in the passing game, so he should get, you know, three to four targets per game, uh, should should have a very good chance at scoring in all of these games that the Packers are going to be playing because he he clearly is just so dominant at the goal line. And then on the Seahawks side, I mean, they just looked awful. They just looked like they – and this is what we see happen with the Seahawks. feels like once a year, it just feels like they have no plan because they don't have an intermediate passing game. And we've actually seen this happen with Kyler too where – Teams start to take away the outside stuff. Teams start to take away the downfield stuff, and they dare them to throw over the middle of the field. Jared Everett leading the Seattle Seahawks in receiving yardage and and, and catches yesterday. Um, you got to have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett running through the middle of the field. You got to be throwing slants to those guys. You got to have DK Metcalf running some hooks and stuff like that because you just you you cannot have an entire offense based on handing the ball to Alex Collins or trying to have 50 yard touchdown passes. Like you, you got to be able to do a little bit more in the intermediate area. And the Seahawks just looked like they couldn't do any of that stuff yesterday. Russell Wilson looked terrible. Yeah, no, he really did. And um, it'll probably get better for Seattle moving forward, but definitely not the best scenario uh, for them yesterday as the Packers come out on top. Uh, real quick, A.J. Dillon at this point, Davis, I, I would imagine, uh, what, top 10 running back? I mean, you would project him as a top 10 running back in fantasy, but you mentioned real quick 
the uh, the third string running back on Green Bay. That's somebody who probably should be picked up this week. Uh, yes. I mean, Patrick Taylor. So he, he only played, he only played three snaps yesterday. Uh, they, they pretty much went entirely to AJ Dillon, but Patrick Taylor, I, I'm not certain how good he is. You know, I'm not certain how fast he is, uh, his, his combine stuff or anything like that, but it is worth noting in college, he went to Memphis and his final season at Memphis, he was in a timeshare with Daryl Henderson. He had 1400 yards and 18 touchdowns. He also was getting snaps and carries over Antonio Gibson, Washington football team, Tony Pollard, Dallas Cowboys, and Kenneth Gainwell, fourth-round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. So lots of talent there in the backfield, and the coaching staff there said, look, Patrick Taylor, uh, better than all of those guys. And his, his he actually is you know, pretty decent size, 6'2", 220, uh, 4.5, 40. Like, I, I would not surprise me to see him contribute a little bit. It kind of a bummer that Kylan Hill, though, tore his ACL because we would have seen him playing on passing downs here. So I, I'm a little bit bummed to not see Kylan Hill. All right, let's go over to Minnesota and Los Angeles. And uh, yeah, the Vikings, another game down the stretch. And, and this one, they end up pulling out. Really, by the way, gutsy call from Mike Zimmer going for it on fourth down and just sealing the game, which is something every team should do. Did it yesterday. That was a really big uh, play call for him. Kirk Cousins, 25 of 37, 294 passing yards and two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook with another nice game, 94 rushing yards, three receptions and 24 yards and a score. Justin Jefferson, one of his better games of the season, no doubt. Nine for 143 and a touchdown. Tyler Conklin scored twice in this game at tight end on three receptions and 11 yards. And uh, certainly a lot of Minnesota Vikings fans in the stands in Los Angeles to face the Chargers. And Kirk Cousins talked about that after the game. It's so awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I mean, it's such a privilege to play for a team that when you go on the road, you know you're going to see purple and, and yellow in the stands. Um, it's just tremendous, and not every team gets that, and I'm grateful for it. Not only that, but when we play at home, you know, you just don't see a lot of visitors uh, at our home games because our Vikings fans, you know, buy up the tickets. So it's just, it's just tremendous. We're blessed. All right, over to the Los Angeles Chargers. Boy, they looked really good in September. What has happened since? Uh, not much. Justin Herbert, 20 of 34, 195 passing yards. 22 rushing yards, one touchdown, one interception. That one touchdown was a short pass to Austin Eckler, who got in the end zone. 44 rushing yards, three catches, 15 yards. Larry Roundtree played a lot in this game, by the way. Uh, Keenan Allen, eight receptions, 98 yards. And, and maybe we could just correlate some of what's going on with the Chargers, Davis, to Mike Williams, who dropped the touchdown pass yesterday and has just been a huge uh, non-factor over the last month, uh, you know, that big deep threat that they had with Herbert just chucking the ball down the field. He just, I mean, I don't know, is Williams not getting open? Is he just not doing it? I'm not really sure. But uh, look, Minnesota's variance of losing these close games had to even out eventually. I'm not sure who was the better team between the two, but I would say that the Chargers are trending toward disappointing over the last, uh, I know they had a good week last week, but in general, they just haven't looked as sharp as they have in September. Yeah, and look, the 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 nerds have lost Brandon Staley. A couple short fourth and goal to go situations, couple fourth and twos, and and the team decides to punt. The team decides to kick some field goals. So Brandon Staley, who started out, hey, really that that Ravens game does kind of look like the flashpoint for the Chargers season, where they kind of lost some of their mojo. Um, Mike Williams got banged up in that game. I think that we might be seeing some ramifications of that knee injury for Mike Williams just does not seem like he's quite uh, as as agile and as fast as he should be. Keenan Allen's doing his thing. Austin Eckler's doing his thing, you know, and the, the Vikings are like the most predictable fantasy team ever. You want Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and if you're desperate, you could start Tyler Conklin. Um, and then the Chargers have their their guys too. It's, it's Keenan, it's Mike, it's Herbert, and it's Eckler. Just a very concentrated team. All right, final game of the slate last night, a game that was over pretty quickly. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess they are still pretty good. I don't know. I mean, they looked great in that game yesterday. That's what I thought we'd be seeing all year. Patrick Mahomes threw for 406 yards and five touchdowns, his best game of the season, without a doubt. Daryl Williams, also really good, 43 rushing yards, nine receptions, long touchdown catch for him, taking the ball out of the other defender and scored a touchdown. Tyreek Hill scored twice, seven catches, 89 yards, 30 fantasy points. Awesome. Same for Travis Kelsey. Eight for 119 yesterday from the tight end. On the side of the Raiders, very uninspired effort and uh, not much happening for them, unfortunately. Derek Carr, 25 of 35, 261, 
threw two touchdowns. One was to Brian Edwards. The other is to Hunter Renfro, who definitely was worth a pickup when uh, when Ruggs was done. Uh, Renfro's been great. Unfortunately, Darren Waller, four receptions, 24 yards. And Davis Waller did catch a touchdown pass in the end zone. There was a holding call at the end of the game. Would have given him an extra seven points. Um, look, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it safe to say that Casey is back? I don't know that I could just take that leap. But that certainly was more representative of what we thought we would see from them this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe the big secret is that the Chiefs were never really as bad as people said because so much of their of what people were saying was awful about them was just they kept having some of the dumbest turnovers in the world, right? Just these awful fumbles and interceptions bouncing off of people's face masks and stuff. What happened in this game? All positive variants. You know, Mahomes making those crazy cross-the-body throws. Those are turning into touchdowns instead of interceptions. So, as always, humans always want to find a pattern and a meaning and a reason in all these these patterns. And sometimes the answer to questions is just as simple as it's just variants. Yeah, it's just a part of the game. NFL one week league. We'll see it again coming up this week. Uh, by the way, two attack of is starting for the Miami Dolphins this week against the New York Jets. Just announced about an hour ago. All right, fantasy reality is coming up next. We'll touch on some interesting subjects in both fantasy and reality here on FST. So stay on the grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, MRI results negative on TJ Watt for the Steelers. So certainly uh, looks like he'll be able to play moving forward. But I got to tell you, before we get to fantasy reality, uh, Davis, you know, there's got to be a better way than handing out ties in the NFL. Like, isn't that the one remaining thing we can fix at this point? Got to be a way, right? I mean, why why would we not have college football overtime rules in the NFL or, or something similar, right? That, that, or, or you just keep playing, right? 10 minute quarters. You just keep playing. Cause I, I agree that. And the main reason why I agree is I took the Pittsburgh Steelers and survivor. And I am just so chapped that that was the way that I lost. I mean, I am just, uh, just imagine, imagine you watch the lions miss the field goal and you get renewed life. And then Pat Fryer moves fumbles. Like I just am like, I, I mean, it was a miserable game to watch, and they could have lost that game like seven times. They also could have won that game a bunch of times, but it uh, it really did wreck my survivor pool. Hope that was uh, that was really miserable. Yeah, and and I think that they, listen, if they still wanted to hand out a tie after maybe a couple possessions where they just basically put the other team on the twenty, like college, okay, like I'm good with that after like ten minutes. But just playing the standard way of playing, I mean, there should never be a tie, honestly, of, you know, facing never. this way. I, I, don't, I don't think they could just keep playing. That I get. There's too many injuries in the NFL. 
But yeah, I, 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 we're beyond this. I think there's there's got to be some sort of formula. If baseball could put a runner on second, the NFL can figure out a way to to do this too. All right, let's turn it over to Brett. He's patiently waiting so he can get out of here on this Monday. Fantasy or reality? <laughs> You're on mute, Brett. We got nothing. All right, let's get back to Brett here in just a minute here. I think the audio may have been uh, off on that. So let's get started, Davis, with the Arizona Fall League. Now, I am following this pretty closely because the Miami Marlins have one of their top prospects playing out there. His name is J.J. Blade. He actually played in the Fall Stars game and won the MVP. Had a really hard... 2021 minor league season and he ended up cleaning it up for this uh for this arizona fall league so fantasy or reality maybe it's different different answer for me than it is for you we should care about the prospects performance in the afl as that just recently came to a close over the weekend and there's a picture of jj blade all right good stuff fantasy or reality all right you gotta you gotta answer for me a question before i answer this fantasy or reality did bobby witt play in the Arizona Fall League, Craig? Uh, he did not. definitely did not play this year. He may have played last year, but he definitely did not play this year. All right, then this is a fantasy for me. I don't care. They're just there. I, I actually do know who J.J. Bladé is from MLB The Show. They always give uh, teams top prospects, right. like some future cards with boosted stats and stuff. So I do know who J.J. Bladé is. I actually bet if we went through some of the Arizona Fall League stats, I would actually know some of the names from from playing video games but i i don't care um maybe maybe when we get to march and you and i are doing lots of fantasy baseball talk we're talking about our our leagues and everything there it would be a chance that i would uh have to look up or reference some arizona fall league stuff but by and large these guys are so far away from playing at the major league level that i just i can't i can't be bothered to to add this into my sports information diet yeah, it's interesting that some of the players, Davis, they go to the AFL because they didn't perform in the minor leagues this season, which is the case definitely of Blade. Uh, I, I think we should care because if if they do have a good AFL, it gives you hope that what you saw in the 2021 minor league season, if it was raw, could end up being good. And I think at least that's the approach here, especially for Miami. So I, I think it is important, but... Also, easier parks to hit in, weather is wonderful, great hitting environment. If you look at the stats, Davis, overall for the hitters in the AFL, it'll blow your mind. Like everybody hit 400, everybody hit eight home runs. Okay? And, and so you can't really get too caught up in it. So I'll say it is important, but it, it's not going to make or break anyone. More important for players who did not perform well as opposed to players who already had a decent minor league season. Uh, all right, do, Brett, do we have you back here, or am I going to roll with the rest of this here? Okay. All right, uh, let's keep going here. Fantasy reality. Now, let me get to my questions here. Question number two. Okay, so tonight, the Miami Heat, my gosh, is the rose off them, Davis, after going on this road trip. Now, they did beat Utah, but they had a really hard time against all of the other teams when they went on the road trip. But tonight they get a chance to play the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's Davis's favorite team in the NBA. The Thunder have been pretty good against the spread this season. Davis's OKC Thunder will get to 500 tonight. Will it happen against the Miami Heat? My Miami Heat? Is this a fantasy or reality, Davis? You know, I am, uh, I'm going to hope that this is a fantasy. Uh, Jimmy Butler is still going to be out, but uh, our, our guy Tyler Hierro going to be doing his best to drag Miami there. But uh, really, this is uh, a larger problem, which is the Thunder have got to stop winning these games. Like, what what are we doing? Presti, the, the whole thesis behind the play was that you were going to add a number one overall draft pick to the core of Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Darius Baisley, and Lugans Dort. Now, Josh Giddy has been, I mean, Josh Giddy has been way better than anyone would have expected. Uh, he is, you know, he's generating a bunch of three-pointers. He's not shooting particularly well. Uh, Josh Giddy's only shooting 37% from the floor, but he has just been 
I mean, most rookies in the NBA, even for bad teams, are not able to generate statistical impact, even even on bad teams. You know, I mean, we have uh, Kaminga for the Warriors, who's played three minutes all year long. Jalen Green is really struggling for the Houston Rockets. Even our guy, Cade Cunningham, the number one overall pick, just cannot hit any shots. But the primary Oklahoma City rotation... Most, most, they're just playing really well uh, relative to what their baselines are, and it's messing everything up. We need the number one overall pick. This can, this team cannot win thirty games. You know, the the Thunder winning thirty games this year is like a disaster, Craig. So I'm going to say fantasy and and hope that they lose here. All right. Well, I mean, a true fan, Davis, to hope you, your team loses. Now, look, you're not catching Houston, okay? Houston is going to lose, you know, seventy eight games or something insane like that. They are determined to lose every game this season. I mean, I I don't know if there is such a thing as tanking in sports, but if if there is, Houston is doing it in the NBA right now. I think their pace is for eight wins or something insane like that. Uh, Look, the Heat's a big favorite tonight. I assume Bam is going to play, okay? So if he plays, Oklahoma City is going down. So uh, they will not fantasy. They will not get back to 500. Now, you take Jimmy Butler away, you take Bam Adebayo away, and then you see the picture here of Duncan Robinson. That's sort of who you're counting on to hit like three or four threes. I know he seems to be turning it around a little bit lately. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a fantasy. OKC, as Davis mentioned, they're on the fast track to being one of the top three lottery picks in the NBA this season. So I'm going to have to say fantasy there. All right, let's, uh, let's finish out here with a little pop culture here on the show. And uh, today's subject is uh, Paris Hilton who got married over the weekend. She has a new TV show, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, on Peacock about her life again. She's, you know, probably when you think about it, Davis, one of the first, uh, you know, people who who was popular for really nothing except for like having a video go viral, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is who we're talking about here with, uh, with Paris Hilton. Now, she did go on uh, after that video went viral, to do a reality show with Nicole Richie, the daughter of Lionel Richie. I could not tell you one thing Nicole Richie has done in the past decade, maybe some sort of clothing line. I have no idea. I have seen Paris Hilton around here or there. Uh, but back in the 2000s, the show was The Simple Life. It was when uh, Davis MTV went away from music and went more to reality TV. Remember, they did The Real World, and this was the next one. It was The Simple Life, fantasy reality you watched The Simple Life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Fantasy or reality? So I do remember this show. I remember the, the Nicole Richie, Paris Hilton bits. You know, I remember their their cultural importance. She was kind of like, uh, Paris Hilton was an influencer before influencers were a thing, right? You know, had, had Instagram existed, uh, you know, I, I want to say this was like early 2000s, like maybe like 2002 to 2005, uh, or something like that. Like I think that she would have uh, she would have dominated that platform. She would have had you know cl- uh, a clothing brand. She would have had, like detox teas or something that uh, that people could have bought. But um, yeah, I I think probably I. So this is a fantasy. I I did not watch it. I just am not a reality TV guy. It just really doesn't do it for me. The only Craig, the only reality TV that I have watched you know multiple episodes of or a full season of is um. Oh, what is the the Gordon Ra- Master Chef? The 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 Gordon Ra- Gordon Ramsay uh, cooking show. I'm a, a big big fan of the cooking shows. Okay, so uh, a, a couple of things here. First of all, this is a reality because when this was happening, it was really popular. I do I don't I cannot tell you a lot about the episodes, but I do remember like they got off to a start where they were at a farm milking cows, and it was like a really big deal. So I guess the answer is reality, and I do remember that. I don't remember a lot about the show, but I know they did that, and they were complaining a lot. I think the show was based on a lot of complaining that they had to like live on a farm, uh, and that's without me Googling once I saw this was kept coming on the show today. But as far as reality TV, see, Davis, my wife, she watches all of this stuff. A to Z, all of it. Jersey Shore, reunions, all over it. The uh, Housewives, 100%. The one thing that I will say that I watched probably for about 10 years is Big Brother. That definitely was a reality. I actually auditioned for Big Brother once, but I was working for CBS Viacom, so I couldn't go on there. But uh, Big Brother was, I really enjoyed that show. Now, the last couple of years, I I have to say I haven't watched it, but I definitely was all over 
uh, Big Brother when that was going on for sure. I'm sa- I'm sad that you haven't seen any. Not not sad they haven't seen The Simple Life, but there have been decent reality TV shows. Yeah, I mean, I I, I know that um, some people like uh, like actually DFS people really like Big Brother uh, and and Survivor because I think there is like there's some game theory involved, like you know who you who you team up with, who you you generate like alliances sure. with, and and things like that. But just I don't know, it's never it's never really been my deal you know and uh i also i'm not like an appointment tv viewer like i i truly cannot remember the last show that i'm like oh yeah we got to watch this at seven o'clock on a friday or whatever i i actually think the last show that i tuned in on on tv on the day it came out i i believe was the last season of how i met your mother i i think that i i was watching that as it aired and that was I mean, it's got to be a decade ago right yeah yeah curb your enthusiasm I, I i didn't watch it last night and last week i did not watch it the moment it came out but in general that show i will try and watch just because if anything is going to pop on social media and i can't avoid it davis it ruins it for me just so i so my favorite shows i try to watch when they when they do come on but definitely the simple life is uh definitely not one of them but interesting to see paris hilton back in the headlines again congratulations to her okay we got to take a quick time out here on the show we've got the sports grid 60 coming up next i will be back with you on tomorrow's show with george Burtz. And then Davis will be in with George on Wednesday. And as a programming reminder, next week, Davis and I will not be here on Thanksgiving Day or the day after. So we'll give you our full fantasy previews on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. As always, we end the show with a final thought, something fantasy, reality, pop culture, anything else. So let's find out what's piqued Davis's interest on this Monday edition of the SportsGrid at 60. So I'm really excited to, to learn about Sean McVay tonight in this Monday Night Football game. We had such an action-packed show. We, we barely got to talk about it. But the team is now without Robert Woods. They also signed Odell Beckham. They are without all their second tight ends. Johnny Munt is on the IR. Jacob Harris is on the IR. So they have a bunch of guys, right? Just a bunch of guys. J.J. Koski, Ben Skaronik, uh, Odell Beckham, who's been on the team for all of about five days. And I, I am just very intrigued to see – what the 49ers offense, or not the 49ers, what the Rams plan is tonight against the 49ers. I think we're going to learn a lot about how innovative and how intelligent Sean McVay is as a coach tonight against the 49ers. Really excited to watch this one. 
in one of my leagues, I'll need about 30 points from Debo Samuel. I'm not uh, not feeling great about 97 percent. <laughs> well, you're over two, Davis, please. Um, with that. All right. So let's go to college football here for a minute. And I am sorry for Davis that his season has ended. We still will talk some college football here on the show. Uh, but what we will not be talking about is the University of Texas. Now, Steve Sarkeesian was the offensive coordinator for Alabama, and naturally that gets you back onto the grid as far as being a head coach again in, the, in college football. But how is it possible that Texas can be this bad year after year? Like, who are they even really competing against in the Big 12 for recruits or on the field? I mean, you know, in a perfect world, really, it's just the Red River rivalry with Oklahoma. But you lose to Kansas? And, and great job by this kid who walked on to Kansas and, and ended up catching the game-winning touchdown. But what an embarrassment for the University of Texas competing with all that money that they have for all these recruits and coming up empty year after year. That'll do it for our show. Thanks to LTN. Thank you to Danny and Ryan for our producer, Brett Leafley, and my co-host, Davis Maddox. I'm Craig Mitch. See you tomorrow at noon. Have a great day. There are a lot of sports talk networks out there, but we're the one that gives you actionable insights on gaming odds. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.